Drunk with Sean Burke and Christian Senrude. And we're back for another exciting installment of the Working Man's Podcast <laughs> on National Public Takeover Radio. That's us. <laughs> and to be clear, the actions taken by Russia <laughs> are not have have zero uh yeah kind of insight to what we were thinking Listen, previously we, this was super bowl sunday we were just chopping it up yeah t- just imagining uh you know people getting together we had no i don't believe that uh putin is listening he's like you know what it is time for yeah. uh when push comes to shove he's one of our seven people listening and our vast listenership is stands to the uh the soviets if if the very least we we have something to bring to uh, advertisers now be yeah, like well, well we we kind of orchestrated a international incident uh vodka hello <laughs> <laughs> get on board um yeah i'm surprised we haven't started renaming have we have we is that a sign of uh, maturity that we are no longer french freedom frying uh, yeah. vodka i mean i think vodka has has such a low level of respect anyway people are like Meh, whatever <laughs> i mean vodka's vodka i mean it's yeah they make it from potatoes yeah i mean it's something you drank when you were 14 and be like well this tastes terrible and then uh you picked it all up then you got that out of your system um yeah you know you graduated uh but it i mean it's a it's a get to it's a it's an everyman beverage i mean it get you know yeah it, it mixes well in the morning as Stanhope says it's uh it's got less smell on the breath that's why english teachers drink it um <laughs> yeah it's basically indiscernible from mouthwash so just or add a so little bit you of mint think yeah. <laughs> until you go into public and you're like man i reek like alcohol it smells like my gym teacher well yeah we're back and have you seen these gas prices, Sean? <laughs> these? Have you seen this? What's the deal? What's the deal with these gas prices? They are through the roof. It's, uh, you kind of forget about because I, I drive so infrequently. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a oh, real do issue. You, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Do you forget about it? I, I do. You driving a Prius that you fill up for $35. And I work from home. So yeah, there you go. The two times a week I leave, uh, doesn't really put a big dent, but uh, it is wild out there, gang. Yeah. Doing PA jobs up in LA, driving a truck up and down. I'm like, great. This is fuck. I don't even have to factor this into my day rate whatsoever. I made, it, made it seven feet before I got a refill yeah. up. There goes half my day, half of one day, just paying off gas. And then meanwhile, I'm fucking around with my motorcycle still and I can't get it up and running because I'm mechanically disinclined. Yeah. How long has that been sitting? Well, I had it up and running, and then just uh, in true Christian centered form, had it up and running, got new tires, everything, and then just let it sit, and then it just the battery died, or it, apparently it's not the battery; it's either the starter or some other fucking thing. But damn, it's by it's neglect. Neglect is the the main factor. But yeah, that could be a ten dollar fill up on the high end, but yeah. instead. Yeah, don't don't deal with that and get that all sort sorted. Instead, let's take the truck and that'll be a hundred dollars. That's uh, damn. Yeah, that's uh, that's the old guzzler. The gas guzzling Takama. Yeah, but well, you know, I made my bed. Uh, but good for you, I guess. <laughs> you know, uh, I just having such a long commute when I was commuting, it was like it really reshaped my kind of uh, idea of what a car should be. I'm like it should be as small as possible 
because I'm terrible at parking, and it should be uh, get me the furthest for uh, the money that I put into it. I mean, there's really no practical reason I should have a truck, like, at all. Like, it's expensive. I mean, I love it. It's, yeah. It's great. It really overcompensates when for other When the world areas of goes to shit, and oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's full-on wastelands out there, yeah. it's going to be very valuable. When I throw a snow shovel on front and sharpen it so I can just mow down crowds of people yeah. violently. That's... Uh, when I have a really bad day, as they say, yeah, <laughs> just take it out on. And the I'm going to be sitting there with uh, the Prius honking. Please, please, sir, sir. I would like to see a Mad Max version of a Prius, though, just like completely. I like, saw somebody put the body of a Prius on a monster truck once, that would be and so it, sick. it was tight. T topping, topping it, and throwing up some like Tesla fucking wing doors or something. Yeah, that would be pretty rad. I think we found our next calling. Yeah, That's let's uh, let's throw up some mock designs. Throw it out. Apocalypse builds. Yeah, Riv- Rivium, whatever that truck brand is that I'm seeing around. I think they're electric. Uh, but it's like yeah. Tesla's new competition. But it is wild that we've uh, in a year. Well, I guess it's two now. But like during lockdown, re- record lows. No, I don't know about record, but like. In terms of what a dollar is worth, that's about the lowest gas prices we'll ever see, I'd yeah. say, in our lifetime. Which makes you wonder how arbitrary the whole pricing system for It's gas entirely tank. arbitrary, because like, that supply and demand shit is just like, it's fucking yeah. a lie. Like, how, if we knew... Why did we invade Iraq then? Like, yeah, what's well, the deal here? Well, <laughs> I got some theories, Sean. <laughs> That's another podcast. Don't yeah, worry about uh, that. The military guardian guarding opium fields. That might have some. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Priorities. That's why. Halliburton. Fucking yeah. Blackwater. The bottom line. Yeah. Uh, fucking $375 ice trays. People needed to make money. War is its own economy, but that's another time for yeah. another place. But anyway, record lows. Now back up to record highs. I saw a meme. Somebody was like, these gas prices got me ask, looking for our boy, and it's like a bat signal with Trump's uh, silhouette. Oh Jesus! Because <laughs> you're like, eh, I mean, but it, but why? I don't understand why. Because like even before this, like I was seeing all these. Uh, I did that uh, Biden stickers pointing to the gas prices. I don't know if you saw those mm. out. Yeah, I, I'm, well, maybe the closer to Orange County you get, the more you that see sounds, them. Yeah, that tracks. Because they literally just were putting them right on the 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 price of the gas. Like, the total? Yeah. And it was just Biden going, I did that. I was like, did he, though? Like, how much does the president... That's just... I mean, that's the classic thing is, like, once you lose, like, you just blame everything on the winner. Like... (laughs) That, that's kind of oh, like yeah. the thanks Obama things. Uh, <laughs> was like, hey, he's trying to give you free health care. Yeah, thanks Obama. Like, wait, what? I mean, as somebody that's currently enjoying that, indeed, thanks Obama. Like, yeah, this is all these salty Republicans. I mean, I don't think that I'm going to get great health care, but I can go to a doctor. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I got my teeth cleaned last year twice. That's impressive. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And like, I was like pretty cheap. That that ain't bad. Ten bucks a month or something, fucking great. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, we you don't have to drive at all. Suddenly, gas is uh, gas is super super cheap. When you're not allowed to go anywhere, gas is super cheap. Yeah, and glad now, I took advantage of that. When <laughs> <laughs> but now it feels like hey, uh, pandemic's over again. What we're thinking, and now gas goes through the roof again, and we're like, oh cool, this is gonna be neat. Like we're, I'm going back to the office next week, for the first time in two years. So it's gonna oh. be, it's gonna be a fun transition. Yeah. But 
That's probably more to do. That's probably quietly their reasoning more so than anything Russia related. They're like, all right, mandates are all being lifted. People are going like more than ever in the last three years. People are going back to the office. Let's. Yeah, and we got this international news story. Hike the prices back up. Let's recoup some of our losses that we experienced two years ago. Yeah, it's just the whole like at which the level of price change at gas stations is like it's so made up and it's not based in reality at all. It's like, oh, this morning it was 70 cents cheaper, but now it's crazy expensive. And you're like, what happened? It's like the gas industry looked at the cryptocurrency industry and they're like, wait, we can just... It can just very yeah. wildly day Or they to day. saw the airline industry and was like, hey, we can be assholes to our customers. Let's not worry about this. <laughs> yeah, let's just make up an arbitrary number of tickets we'll sell, and then we'll pretend that uh, the flight... Like, we can just oversell a flight. Yeah, that's uh, economies. That's how that works. That's- and then, you know, uh, most people are just going to... They're just going to sit there and take it. They're just going to take it because they don't want to end up on somebody's fucking Instagram story when they lose their shit, even though we pushed them to this. Yeah. <laughs> that I've gotten to the point at airlines, and like I don't fly that often, but I've gotten to the point where I'm like, fuck everything here. I don't care about impressing anybody here. Like I just have to get in here and get out. That's the only thing. And I have no kind of concern for people that work there or anything because yeah. I'm like, fuck this. This is the Wild West. Yeah, bef- <laughs> no rules. It's like checking at an Italian airport. <laughs> yeah, I I've been toying with it. Cause, I mean, I, I'm not tra. Before we shut down, I was traveling for work more than ever in like long flights. Yeah. So I was like, all right, it's either time to upgrade for that, uh, you know, the the the, the TSA prechecks and like. Wh- maybe it's time to upgrade to like a f- an, a traveling outfit. Or like, do am I gonna be? Yeah. But you have either can go. All right, I'm gonna be ultra comfortable. I'm gonna have like my sweat, my fucking track suit or something like. Just a velour track suit, slippers. Yeah. Or you go madman with it and fucking like. All right, I'm gonna wear a suit. Like I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna treat this place with dignity. Like I, I feel, I, like I want a dating app where you have to use only photos of you while traveling. <laughs> Because I feel like that represents the truth, like how yeah. you really represent yourself. Your is, base level of who you are. Yeah, because I like up until I mean I feel like me traveling is very like I pretty much same outfit I'd wear all the time. I'm usually hungover, just like buzzing my way through checkout, check in. Yeah, I'm I'm more focused on pockets and ease of kind of getting things in and out, just because. Oh yeah. Kind of always looking for like, oh, where's my passport? Where's my ticket? Type of thing. Um, where are my edibles for this <laughs> three hour flight that I'm going to get weird on next to a stranger. But yeah, like when you see people like that show up ultra comfy and you're like, please don't sit next to me because you're, you're going to take your shoes off and do some real weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, just going to clip my toenails because there's no rules here. Like you can tra- like you can be comfortable in class, but like a lot of these fucking slobs just show up in like pajama pants and like the Simpsons like over like you're stuffing Homer's face with your feet yeah. fucking slippers and shit like that and I'm like, "All right, where are you going that you're even going to be able to wear this? Like are you not going to leave your hotel that like yeah, unless you got like a suitcase full of suits that you're like well, I just got to get to the hotel. Yeah. I guess I'm also like basing this off the Tim Sonnard travel travel strategy, where he essentially brings the smallest uh, carry on item and yeah. then just he's like, "I'll do laundry. I don't give a <laughs> shit." 
I'm kind of I kind of get that mode too, where yeah. I'm like, wherever I'm going, if there's a washing machine, I'm taking two shirts and that's it. Yeah, but then you try like I'm I've gotten away from that. I've gotten a lot worse, and but even my worst is like I, I travel with somebody else, and I'm like, you're bringing all this shit. How many pairs of shoes? <laughs> like traveling with dudes that bring like six pairs of shoes. I'm like, what the fuck do you think we're gonna yeah. do? Like on a skate trip at least it makes sense because it's like all right one to skate in one to you know where but like how many more fucking pair i don't know that's yeah. that's a tangent that's an old man <laughs> right you're bringing so much fucking shoes why do you got three pairs of shoes how many swimsuits you need it's the same water <laughs> what are you afraid it's gonna oh you can't put it on if it's wet already <laughs> It's gonna get wet again. Just, just a cue for the rest of the podcast. This is how they're these are gonna be from now on. They're just gonna be real, yeah, crotchety and. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? Another thing that grinds my gears <laughs> about capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I haven't noticed that. Have the uh, gas prices affect uh, affected airline prices too? Or is that two different brands of oil? I mean, probably. Just because the airlines are like, oh, we can raise prices now, too. Might as well. I mean, we can we've gouge been giving, them. We've been cutting uh, salaries for our employees and giving our CEOs bonuses for the past two years. So, <sighs> Like, I just don't understand. Like, at this point in time, how are they still fucking doing this and just being like, like everybody's asking for it and aware of how much like the top gets paid. They can't like if they took one million less. If they took like it's not yeah. it's a fucking drop in the bucket for them because it's 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 solely based on greed. Like when they bailed out the airlines uh, during the pandemic, they're like, all right, cool, but you can't lay anybody off. And they're like, all right, and you can't give any CEOs bonuses. And I think it was Delta was like, all right, we're just gonna give our CEO like a five million dollar bonus and then lay off fifty thousand people. So. Thanks for the money. Fuck you. Yeah, it's such a, I don't know. It's like for when the government does it, they call it moral hazard. Like when they bail out the top tier, when they bail out the banks, it's moral hazard. Because if they bail out the people that like uh, defaulted on their loans, it's essentially rewarding people for bad behavior. Like you took out a loan you knew or you didn't, weren't able to actually afford and if yeah. we bail you out, it sets a bad precedent. Meanwhile, they do that at the top tier well, yeah. all the fucking time. Corporations are people, but yeah. not people like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like fucking Woody. People Guth- with more rights. Either one of the Guthries, I think the older one, he wrote a fucking song about it back in the 40s or 60s or whenever the fuck about them bailing out Chrysler and him changing his name to Chrysler so he could get a bailout too. <laughs> and like how like fucking 60, 70 years ago they were doing this. Yeah. And that's just like what I'm aware of. I mean... It seems like that's the basis of capitalism. <laughs> like, so yeah, like, but I guess it's on us. Problems to aren't going to go away. Well, yeah, and I guess it's on us for being like, like, expect. It's the definition of insanity. It's like the same shit keeps happening, and we expect a different outcome. And it's like, well, we've changed. The world's changed, so yeah. our leadership's going to change. It's like, no, the system <laughs> washes its own hands and keeps the system in place. Like, yeah, it's kind of like systemic racism in that in that respect. Where like. It's working exactly how it's supposed to. Yeah. Like, like we just uh, think we live in a better world. Yeah. Like, we've changed, and we're expecting the, the system to change with us, but it, it will not. Nope. It's yeah. still too profitable. Like, I forget if I talked about this on the podcast, but it was like, when that Rittenhouse verdict came out, like, it, it made me 
very aware of like that's a systemic like that's a symptom of the system yeah because okay they that's why they let the fuck they let that's why the cops leave piles of bricks out for these like uh, protests with just cause it's like we're protesting a very real problem that yeah is, give like, them an excuse to break yeah yeah so they enable the the destruction of pro- public property or private private property more more so because that's that's i mean that's why the police were created so yeah, yeah. the defending pu- private property is the main function of the police so give people enable them to behave poorly so you have just cause to block them up yeah. and find them and all that Whereas Rittenhouse, he's whole, like the whole defense is he's defending private property, so he's yeah. essentially uh, you know in acting on behalf of the cops. So like, of course they're not going to punish him. Yeah, because he's white. Yeah, but like, that that well that too. Like, yeah, I, it would have been very different had 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 because if that played out the exact same way and it was a black dude, it. It wouldn't have even been what it was. It'd be like, yeah, you're going to jail for life. Well, also, all the white people, if they saw a black dude with an AR, they're like, holy shit. They yeah. would have, like, the assumptions. They would have gone Ronald Reagan and be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, like, on a bigger level, that that's what that's why, like, you understand why the FBI had to kill Martin Luther King. Because the, the whole nonviolent protest thing you have nothing against them if yeah. they're not causing any every any property damage or not being violent yeah like you got nothing on them like yeah. they've beat they've found the loophole to be like and then went on top of that once the cops are like lose their shit and start being violent to them then you have public support because it's like well they're not burning down anything and they're not hurting anyone and they're now being Fuck! I have German shepherds fucking sicked on them. Yeah, they're getting uh, fire hosed. Um. So what I'm saying is, we need some leadership, some non like we need to bring that non-violent spirit back. I feel like it's real simple. There just has to be consequences for actions. That's the like. I maybe I'm just a 65 year old man at fucking Shoney's talking about how my coffee's cold, but there just needs to be a system where like, hey, you did this you're accountable for that and it's like well we can't hold people accountable well, you or also companies ha- accountable for this yeah but you also have to understand like what the the essential like every corporation speaks out of both sides of its mouth well they'll they'll say like we care about the environment while else so they have like one product that's like environmentally friendly yeah. meanwhile so we can the, say yeah that. but the bulk of what they produce is just like just trash that's yeah. like fast function it's like well we need to make money to fund these other things but anyway um oh yeah the the consequences and repro you also have to understand that like they say that this is like oh justice like our sense of justice or how things should work or how things are supposed to work versus the way things really are and the way they function yeah like they like you say they function exactly how they're supposed to within that system, not within our understanding of how the system should be. Yeah. So it's like the Rittenhouses are going to get off because he's upholding that system. Whereas like, no, we want that. Like we want cops to be held accountable for murdering people like unjustly. It's like, well, if we do that, then it pokes a hole in the system and then the whole fucking sweater gets pulled apart. Yeah. And I say, burn the fucking sweater with the body still inside it. Yes. Right? Anybody? Who's with me? 
Make it that fucking super highly flammable, weird 60s fabric. <laughs> Rayon. Like, Let's make Don't a- get too close to a space heater. You'll go up like a fucking candle. <laughs> Hope you don't want to sleep with a cigarette in your hand. Yeah. But of course these gas prices start surging in the moment like we're like, hey, you want to go to Death Valley? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Be $400 in gas. It's 200 miles. That's going to be uh, 250 per mile. Yeah. It it just seems weird that the excuse seems like, well, you know, we get 2% of our gasoline from Russia, so that's all going on. So we're screwed. we got to raise prices to $7 a gallon. And you're like, we have other forms of gasoline. Like, we went to war for gasoline, so. Uh, no, Sean. Freedom fighting. <laughs> we also have a bunch of domestic that's, gasoline that's, that we spill into the ocean every three years. But That's a commie talk. We <laughs> spent 20-something years in the Middle East to up build a just thriving democracy yeah. over there. And then leave in 14 hours <laughs> overnight and be like, you can have it. Sorry. Yeah, and that, but they're doing great. Yeah. They're doing, they're doing good over there. They're doing good. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought that was a weird thing that militaries. Did. I mean, I guess there's no, there should be a plan for that where they're like, oh, we got to evacuate, just leave everything and like cut the brake lines. And I'm like, how is that an efficient way to handle things? Like, oh, I got to move to a new apartment. Uh, I don't know, just cut all the the outlet plugs. I don't know. I mean, the military is just one big drunk party where they just go in, spend a bunch of money. And they just leave all their cups and shit all over the floor and get the fuck out before the, the parents come home. It's like the Olympics in that respect. <laughs> like, hey, you want a big uh, building in the middle of your city when you're, half your population can't eat? Sure, here you go. It's worthless now. Yeah. Uh, but at least we're not angry about it. At least yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. a pretty even keel, mellow approach to this. Yeah, it, I'm not just frothing with anger just a, a just a pal- palpable layer of uh, rage just underneath the surface just i feel like i utter the phrase under my breath uh these motherfuckers uh <laughs> like probably 15 times a day yeah i mean like i think the greatest gift i've received in the last several years is rob introducing me to eddie pepitone's comedy because it's just like all the things that i think and feel and you know dream and then him just like illustrating them like acting them out with like as much rage if not more <laughs> in just a cut cartoonish vessel yeah and just i'm like ah oh, thankful you see somebody can communicate it someone with some, has encapsulated my hatred yeah, with levity and it's funny ah oh, it's great uh give uh, apocalypse soon now listen if you haven't already it's, yeah it's amazing if you at all enjoy what we're doing he does it way better <laughs> yes <laughs> with, with act outs and uh guest and shouting and plenty many, of shouting. many shoutings yeah but <laughs> how are we gonna get through this because <laughs> now like the gas prices like the things that i do to get away like to escape and turn off mentally now it's just like even driving to the place, I'm just going to be face-to-face with, like, well, this fucking bill just reminded me of everything I'm trying to run yeah. away from. I got to get a job here now because I have to pay for yeah. the gasoline to get home. <laughs> I'm going to have to jerk some people off and do some dishes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... You know, it's hard out there. Yeah, it really is. That's why you just got to hope for another pandemic where you can just lock down for two years. I mean, I'm hard. It's going to be hard coming out of this. Uh, I have so much anxiety about 
getting back to normal things. Yeah, you are now going back to work for the first time since the shutdown, really, right? Yeah, since, like, almost two years to the day. um, Because, yeah, we were at the 13th. Yeah. Um, So it's going to be real weird. Uh, I think I'm just going to treat my office like uh, like I'm doing in my apartment where I'm just locking everything down, doors closed, knock on the door. If you need to drop something off, go ahead and do it, but I'm not leaving. Get a walkie-talkie, like an intercom in the front, like, yes! Wearing sweatpants every single day. I don't care. It'd be really fun to, like, just do a, just do a very long-played bit where you just start coming in in a suit every day with a briefcase, and you just walk in, you shut the door, and then you don't speak to anybody, <laughs> and you just leave every day, just same shit. Yeah, just I'm just going to get real mad men with it and come into work late. Just hang out at my office all day. Don't talk to anybody. Get drunk and then uh, leave early. You sh- yeah, be a uh, be the guy in No Country for Old Men who'd hired out uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah, yeah just go and just Steven be that. Root? G- yeah, be him. <laughs> 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 just wear bolo ties. Come in. <laughs> uh, it would be cool to return to that back to face-to-face stuff as a whole new personality like oh yeah oh this is who i am now i'm a millionaire cowboy (laughs) i like i don't know that i got better i mean just over time you get better at doing things the more you do it but like when we were able to do comedy again after the shutdown like i've gotten more attention because i'm just way angrier (laughs) and i'm just yelling a lot more and like i don't know that it's squeaky wheel man squeaky wheel but people have noticed (laughs) so like Whereas people could ignore me before, like I might might not be any funnier, but I'm louder <laughs> and angrier. The volume is louder, so, so and when you know the world knows when a white man yells, <laughs> you listen, <laughs> or at least watch. Yeah, you're okay. watching. All right, check the exits. This guy seems angry. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's gonna freak out. Yeah, I think I I dug myself a hole at the Orange County show I did last weekend because I was. I took a weird turn and I started shitting on cops, and then suddenly my free soda water became three fifty. So. <laughs> it's like shit. Oh uh, well, you know, burned that bridge. And you know, live and learn. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but back, you're, you're, how are you going to deal with it? Are you going to be doing edibles in the office? Like what? Are, what do you I, just? I I can't do that uh, because I become uh, brain dead when I do edibles. So I can't even do that during the week because I made that mistake of. Uh, eight hours? Yeah, I should be fine by morning. Nope, I am not fine by morning. I am uh, moon-eyed and ready to go. Oh, I forgot I took a CBD edible last night. Like Hannah had a, like a little thing of gummies, and she's like, "You want one?" I'm like, mm, "Okay, sure." Right. So I like woke up at like eight, and I'm like, "I feel how did I sleep this long?" Yeah, I I noticed that the other day, the other weekend, I was uh, driving. And I thought it was fine, and then I just was staring at this tree in the wind, and I'm like, that looks amazing. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I'm, oh, God. I don't know if I should be driving right now. Are these psilocybin CBDs? What are these? They're yeah. so amazing. It's just very calming. Oh, uh, my God. I could see the grain of the wood flowing. <laughs> it's like I can see the tree breathing. Um, but, yeah. Take a deep exhale, friend. Just about planning. Just getting re- getting ready for things. Managed expectations, knowing your triggers. Yep. It's all important stuff. Knowing yourself and knowing how the world around you is going to affect it. It's all very important. That's the key. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting time. To start bringing in a different emotional support animal every day. 
this is my raccoon. Uh, he's gonna eat all of your trash. So just be yeah. ready for that. He's he's on he's on staff. He's gonna be waste removal. Yeah, he's a contractor well, right now. But as well as my emotional support beast. Yeah, I wonder if the like. I would be all for that if there's more people like. Well, I'm gonna bring my dog in the office if I have to be back in the office two days a week. Listen, this is a COVID dog. COVID dogs are now been grandfathered into the emotional support animal because I think any emotion, like any animal you adopted during COVID should. Yeah, right? I feel like that. That's a legal binding situation. If like, if I got this dog during the pandemic, I can't go back to the life pre. Yeah, like this dog. dog kept me. This is my emotional uh, support life raft, essentially. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't have made it through this without this That's animal. That's to an extent how I still treat street sweeping in my <laughs> near my apartment, where I'm like, well, no, no, you can't char- you can't give us tickets now because <laughs> pandemic, man. I've grown to a certain way of life uh, that I'm not prepared to go back to. Listen, how fucking dirty are these gutters getting? Really, it's like. Fucking two times a week. Why are you street sweeping two? two two times a week? Seems a little excessive. Yeah. And they're both weekdays? Uh, yeah. What the fuck? It doesn't make any What's sense. What's even happening during the week that the fucking gutters are getting full? Uh, nothing. That's some goddamn bullshit. It's goddamn cities run by fucking airline executives. Like, yeah, we got to figure this out. Listen, people have figured out that they could park in the residential areas, and we're going to have to fucking gouge them, too. Yeah. These... Fuck these little fuckers. <laughs> Any of these little fuckers. I just saw that on, I like saw the uh, the header on Netflix and reminded myself like, oh yeah, I still need to make it through all that again. It's, uh, and I need to skate with him. Yeah. Or do an in- interview. That'd be cool. That's one of my goals this year. I'm going to get published in Thrasher. So maybe I'll try to sniff him out. And you heard it here first. You can hold Christian accountable if he... Uh if it doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm going to have to be doing some pitches. I'm going to have to... What, ah, fucking, what's the... Chase down the titans of industry. The yeah. skate industry. <laughs> be relentless. But, uh, I mean, the editor did send me the sweatshirt. So, I mean, I'm I'm not oh, far removed. I know the right people. You're practically there. I mean, I'm, in, I'm wearing the outfit. Yeah. So, and dress for the job you want, Sean. <laughs> That's the key. Yeah. Thankfully, I have dressed for the job I wanted since I was 13 years old, <laughs> which is exactly why my tax bracket has not <laughs> evolved in 15 fucking years. Dress for the job that you want when you get it all for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The perks. It's for the perks. That's true. Yeah. I feel like I've been had I've had to answer some questions and just like you know, when I was going to college and I was like, all right, I want to have a job. I, I don't mind not making as much money as long as I can work a job that I'm not going to fucking hate my soul. My soul's just going to be destroyed every single day going in. And you know what? I did that. I did the job I wanted. And guess what, guys? Go sell out. Sell out early. <laughs> yeah. Sell out now. Sell your soul. Just go make a bunch of money because this chasing your dream shit. I've compared my myself to my college self a lot and i'm like wow he would not be happy with this <laughs> <laughs> he would not approve but uh fuck it i got bills yeah and uh but that asshole is the one who racked up this college debt <laughs> that's that true i have to pay for so the parent needed to step in that yeah 
you're essentially the parent for your younger self at this point. That's and that's where I'm at, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, you don't know what's. I was ill prepared for this. Listen, that would have been fine if you were gonna be 23 forever, <laughs> but turns out you're not. Yeah, not gonna, not just gonna take free, uh, free clothes instead of a living wage. So, <laughs> yeah, the perks dry up quickly, yeah. and you can afford clothes. Yeah. Guess what? You don't actually need that many. <laughs> Even. You have too many. <laughs> oh, God. Just uh, got to go down to Buffalo Exchange to make rent again. Yeah. Also, if you're, like, over a certain, like, I can't be 37 at Buffalo Exchange, <laughs> man. Like, Talking to some 14-year-old, yeah. like, well, I can give you 37 cents for this. Yeah. Dude, they're brand new pairs of shoes. Yeah, I'll give you eight bucks. <laughs> they're fucking 60 brand yeah. new. They're just I'll give the, you eight bucks. They're fucking eighth graders' uh, versions of the guys from Pawn Stars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a priceless artifact. I'll give yeah. you $17. <laughs> Buffalo Exchange is just pawn shops for people that are, like, drunks instead yeah. of, like, meth heads. <laughs> for trust fund kids that uh, get paid all this or get given all this uh, fancy clothes. Like, God damn it. That's that's how I'll know I've made it when I just start donating my clothes instead of being like, all right, I gotta get three dollars. <laughs> I gotta get some return on this. I've really made it when I can just give things like free clothes away. <laughs> the the trash that is accumulated in my closet. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been trying to purge and just like looking through my shit and just being like, why, why did I do this? Like. Like I did, I did sell a skateboard for four hundred and fifty bucks. So I, that's something. But like yeah. at the same time, it's just like if I have to move and just like seeing all my fucking clutter and just, even I just cleared off my bulletin board where it like so I could actually have like my things I need to be working on rather than just a bunch. Oh, that's funny. Hey, Rob sent me a photo of a huge big dick. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna hang that up. Yeah. This is uh, <laughs> this will inspire me. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that'll make me laugh. I'm like, how about we focus on things so we don't have to be poor forever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm rich in dogs, so That's there's true. that. And friendship. The the amount of dogs in this apartment is... Uh, it's doubled. Doubled since the last time I was here, so... Yeah, Hannah's staying over for a while in between apartments. Uh, and let me tell you, that's a fucking racket. Uh <clears throat> Cause she's a travel nurse, so she uh, stays in furnished apartments. And uh, if you thought rent was bad, furnished apartments are insane. I've always seen that, like they'll they'll pop up when I'm like just randomly looking at apartments and stuff. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why do they have furnished apartments? But I guess this is the case. Yeah, and uh, I mean, nurses make pretty good money, so they don't even balk at the the prices a lot of the time. So. If you uh, let's go into business, Sean. We yeah. can, let's get our finances together, and we can furnish it with all the buy le- some cheap thrift store rattan furniture. Yeah, we'll lease some furniture from the thrift store. Yeah. <laughs> great Just discount. Go, we'll cruise over to Rena Center and buy or rent all this shit. No, fuck that. Then that's that's cutting into our nut. It's thrift. Yeah. It's fucking curb couches for these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mattresses. Doesn't matter. Street mattress for all of them. They're yeah. nurses. They out of medical. This couch is missing two cushions. Does not matter. It's a couch. Listen, we all scratch from time to time. This we cannot prove that this mattress had anything to do with. That's yeah. I can see that the the, the fabric is moving. Don't worry about that.
I'm, I'm in the mood right now where I just had a big coffee and I can't tell if it's the caffeine destroying my body or I'm getting sick. Uh, it's probably the caffeine. I, uh, I know that well. The other day I was like feeling fluey and uh, I was like, oh yeah, it's because I didn't drink any fucking water. Oh, and, uh, it's because I'm emaciated and dehydrated. <laughs> oh, it's because I don't take care of myself. My stomach's distended. Yeah, but uh, so I haven't drank in like I think two or three weeks, and it's nice to know I can still be hungover yeah. even without alcohol. It's been a you just get hungover from different things now. I get that with uh, when I don't get enough sleep, and I'm just like, oh, I feel terrible. I feel like I'm hungover. Yeah, I just equate this with being drunk, but uh, yeah, just because that's what we're familiar with. Like I'm used to punishing myself with alcohol and waking up and paying the tab for an entire day, but yeah. now it's just oh, you. It doesn't matter if you don't drink alcohol; you still need water and food, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Huh? These building blocks for life. This yeah. is bullshit. I mean, I mean, people went without clean water for a long, long time. Yeah, and they survived just fine. Oh God. But, you know, the price of gas goes up. You know what doesn't? Our fucking salary <laughs> Yeah. They should change that. Like, uh, just tie it to that. Like, I will be paid in Bitcoin, and uh, it's tied to the gas prices. So if gas prices go up... Is Bitcoin actually tied to gas prices? No. Oh, but I'm well. saying, like, in terms of salary uh, demands. That would be great if, like, your fucking salary just went well it could be bad if it was like it's really bad because some nba players did it and it's like hey you're getting paid 40 million nope you're getting paid 20 million <laughs> well yeah i mean i don't have a lot of money in uh are you looking for your bitcoin right now what, what's happening <laughs> looking for my phone but oh. it doesn't matter um i don't have a lot of money in a uh, coin bitcoin or what, what's the whole what do they call it crypto crypto crypto.com arena yeah uh but I have enough where I wake up and I'm there's like a, a $500 discrepancy depending on the day where it's like you wake up and it's 3500 and you wake up and it's 2700 and you're like, what the fuck is going on Yeah, that it's fluctuating like this? I don't understand. Like when people are asking uh, like professional basketball players, I think that's the only ones that I've seen that people are demanding their, um, their salary in that. And I'm like, it could be crazy. Like you could be it could double depending on what happens, but it could also super depreciate. <laughs> yeah. I day to day. I mean, crypto is like the stock market only like it makes even less sense to me. Like, cause yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I, it's all fucking bull bullshit and none of it really makes sense. Like why something's worth something one day yeah. versus the other. Money's an idea. Like, yeah. I mean, money doesn't exist. Yeah. We just, it's like God. We just give it value, and then the amount of people following it makes its, it, it assigns its value. Yeah. So that's why we're coming out with our own PLD NFT. <laughs> uh, you can own the artwork. It, we're going to put it up on, for auction on our Patreon that we've been talking about for two years. Yes. And it's still, I forget if I actually did the steps to get it going. But anyway, it'll be on our Patreon. I've I've heard that from a like a bunch of family friends and stuff that are like, hey, you're an artist. Hey, have you ever done NFTs? Like, I've gotten a few of those, and I'm like, no, they're super complicated. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I haven't really looked into it. But I had uh, a I guess a job interview. Like, 
I met up with a per- person who's involved with a new startup that is well funded and has like crazy, crazy people involved, like C- ex CEOs from Twitter and shit. Damn. And stuff like of marketing and what, yeah, I don't yeah. know, whatever. High up people from like well known companies in the tech space. And he, I got fucking. I got uh, just. What would the word be? Like, I, it just. I didn't know what I was walking into because he's like, hey, come out, come check the office space down. Let's just have a little a meeting or a chat. And then I went down there and like he just told me all about the company. And like he's like, well, so what kind of role would you want to see yourself here? Like, where do you see your would you see yourself in five years? And I'm like, owner. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know I was going to be here today. So yeah. uh, I didn't know anything about this company. So I didn't prepare a fucking pitch for you. So oddly enough, I haven't heard back from them. <laughs> I've had those. I've walked into interviews where they're like, all right, so, uh, you know, this is the kitchen. So, like, when you're working here, you can do this and do that. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't really seem like uh, I'm not official yet. So, but. yeah. Yet another space where I just don't really excel, Sean. It's the job interview. Yeah. I mean, they're all crapshoots, and they're all different, so, like, you can only prepare so much, but... Yeah, but usually they at least tell you it's a job interview. This one was just, yeah. like, I got down there. What like, was the context hey, cool. of him inviting you down there? He's just like, hey, we got some opportunities. We got some funding. I just wanted to come, like, talk to you about, like, what, like, some... Op- did you meet this guy in the parking lot of a Ralph's? Like what? No, he's an artist that like I've reached out to through like uh, like my work through another job and just like I like I've used I've reposted his art and like oh okay so just and like we've just had like I've talked to him through that but yeah I don't I didn't sell myself properly like I didn't I wasn't in there there like sell myself mode I was like all yeah. right I'll come check it out and had a beer at they have just beer in their fridge and they're fucking it was like super silicon valley looking yeah down there but it was in orange county so i was like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know that i re- i mean i don't know what you're offering me i don't know if i want to drive down to lake forest every day <laughs> yeah i've gotten uh wait how much are you offering i will fucking walk here <laughs> every day i will live in your parking lot. i will park i will eat live in a tent in your backyard i've done that where it's like <laughs> Hey, we got this uh, new positions. I, I really want to hire. I'm like, oh, c- cool. And they're like, yeah, I, I like it's back in Irvine. So like, I'm like, mm, I'm not. No thanks. Don't make me. Don't make me go back there. I mean, Irvine is where culture goes to die. It's it's a shopping mall. That's all it is. You can never own your land there. It is a white hole of culture. <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I, I. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna spoil it for him. But one of my friends, I saw him at a mic the other day. And he was talking about Orange County, and he's like, or as I call it, White Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died. Come see him, Keith Carey, this Thursday at uh, Tiki Tiki Haha at Bamboo Club. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, he's he's one of the he's very very good. He's like a, a roaster. He's been uh, on Roast Battle and written for roasts. Damn, he's good. He's a real good good one. Yeah, but check that, him out. But he did it at like one of the most brutal thankless open mics ever so like for him to fucking just get in there and crush i'm like that is a testament to your skill sir yeah from my outsider's perspective of it it like you i guess you got to go to a place to work things out so yeah no mike's mike type of thing but like basically but it, it's also like some it it's like going to a gym with it's like uh, 
I don't know how to describe it because I don't go to the gym, <laughs> but like, you know, you you work something out long enough, and you if you just put your head down, you don't realize what kind of uh, growth you're experiencing or what kind of results you're really getting, and especially if you're like in a place where it's just like, well. Like I want to do a fucking YouTube series where it's just like let's have professional comedians come into like the worst mics and do their like five minutes, yeah, and see if it's any different than like me going up there and getting fucking nothing. Like, is yeah. it is it is it the room or is it the comic? Because every you know you oh the you always blame the room if you didn't do what how you wanted yeah. to do, and. But if you bring in fucking a killer and they do nothing, like, yeah, I feel like also if you're like trying to be like, well, I got hired to perform at CPAC this fucking year. So uh, I got to I got to test this shit out on a crazy Republican audience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to know your your audience. But like we're my buddy got us a show uh at a VFW with a bunch of veterans and he's like, you want to perform? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they're going to like what I, I don't have to think say. these people are going to like this, but also it's like, all right, well then do your shit that I don't like, I, I mean, I don't have like anti-war stuff or like whatever, yeah. but like, and that also I might should. just be <laughs> like judging like the audience. Like it's funny. It's funny type of thing. Like, well, yeah, it's also like when I, I mean, when I fucking ate it, no uh, one's going to stand up and be like, I was in Korea. Yeah. I mean, when I ate it last week, the easy out is like, uh, well, half the room was fucking gray-haired 70-year-olds from fucking Orange County. And then, the, like, this other half of the room was, like, 20-somethings. It's like, what's the fucking – how would you even win – like, my other buddy, who's way better than me, he fucking ate it before I yeah. went up. And I'm like, well, it's the room, but it's also like, no, well, if you like, uh, Daniel Eaches went up at the end and did fucking great because he's got pretty, like, uh, just universally, uh, broad appeal. Yeah, broad yeah. appeal, and it is what it is. Like, not everybody like Doug Stanhope can get up in a room and fucking yeah, d- like kill for people like me and people like my parents will just be disgusted yeah and cbs isn't giving doug stanhope a, a <laughs> sitcom yeah exactly and that's fine but at yeah. the same time it's like no no the no the room yeah and we know our room and they want to hear more about the people's struggle these motherfuckers and how we're gonna take over this is we've approached the point where uh the authorities will stop listening uh where the fbi is stopped cointel proing uh listening to this so <laughs> we can discuss our plans. Yeah, maybe that that'll be our our Patreon levels. It's like when we get real violent talk, <laughs> when we're talking about really organizing, yeah. organizing, we get to the Tyler Durden level of <laughs> fucking it's like all right, we got a pickle company you can invest in. The pickles are going to be a way to funnel money through. Yeah. We're gonna be, there's going to be some laundering involved. Yeah. So. And there might be blowing up a Starbucks. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's we'll figure it out. Well, hell, we're approaching an hour, and we, you know, we, we maybe next week we'll have a topic that we Shit. research and we really try to get d- down and dirty with or get an a hour back is in. good enough. Yeah, we're just we're Sean drove down here. He spent the time yeah. and money on gas. We appreciate it. Put and in that investment. So yeah, 
So Casadores, if you're listening, Casadores Vodka American. We're uh, yeah. we are looking for American vodka sponsorship because we're gonna say fuck you. T- to Putin. Was it Tito's? Tito's. I'm down for Tito's. Tito, yeah. Tito's is in bed with Burt Kreischer. So oh, yeah. why not us? We're yeah. just a stone's throw we're, away. We're contemporaries. We're right right there with. We him. have the broad appeal of a Burt Kreischer. Yeah, you know, Van. Uh, I'll take my shirt off. I'll take my pants off. Van Wilder was semi-based on our lives as well, so yeah, I mean that works. Hey, don't take life too seriously. You'll never get out alive. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's that's a good wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again for checking us out. Uh, yeah. We'll be organizing and uh, getting some funds and guns together. So. Yep. Funds and guns. Funds, guns, and alcohol, baby. That's the new tagline. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Cheers. We just can't let each other go down We're too close to ever slow down The only one who keeps my chin up When you touch my lips We're like two ducks stuck Cold, cold beer Don't you ever worry I'm right here Never live without you You don't care right now too